Mulder, toads just fell from the sky. Just the parachutes didn't open. You were saying something about this place not feeling odd. Hello, and welcome to Convinced Truth, the essential X-Files podcast. I'm your host, Shelby. And I'm Laura. And we have a returning guest, our friend Kevin. Welcome back, Kevin. Hi. Glad to be back. Perfect. And this week we talked Di Han Di Verlets, which aired January 27th, 1995. It was directed by Kim Manners. This is the first episode of The X-Files he ever directed, which I didn't realize. But I'm very excited to talk about his directorial debut for The X-Files. He... I'm pretty sure he has the most episodes of The X-Files directed. Oh, wow. Which is kind of surprising. Yeah. But yeah, I think he has like 50 or something. That is a a whole whole lot. How many episodes were there total? Like 217 or 218. I kept saying 218 because that was the count on, I think, Wikipedia. But I realized I think it's counting that behind the scenes episode they put at the end of season five, which I count anyway. So sure, why not? Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, that's like a quarter of the episodes. It's a lot. Yeah. Yes, yes. And and he's he's so fun. And it was written by Glenn Morgan and James Wong, re- returning writers that we've covered. And this is their last episode before they left to work on uh, Space of uh, Above and Beyond. And they come back later. They come back in season four. But this is our last time we're going to cover them until season four. Which is kind of sad because I really like them. And we talk about them a lot because they make a lot of really good episodes. So uh, have fun on the show, even though it's going to get canceled after a season. That's not y'all's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have another note. In the credits, uh, they have uh, Glenn Morgan and James Wong are co-executive producers. And I don't know if y'all noticed this, but they had little quotes in their name. Mm-hmm. And so it was James Chargers Wong and Glenn Bolts Baby Morgan. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> Bolts baby. And this episode yeah, this episode aired two days before the Super for, before Super Bowl twenty nine, in oh. which the Chargers lost to the 49ers. Gotcha. And, yeah, and the San Diego Chargers, who are now the LA Chargers, were uh Glenn Morgan's hometown team. And I assume James Wong too. But that's kind of sad. I wish I could have won <laughs> one for them before they left. <laughs> so the plot of this episode it's kind of really straightforward. Mulder and Scully get called into a New Hampshire town after a teen was murdered in a ritualistic manner and find this town has some secrets of its own in regards to their religious beliefs. Uh, and mostly they run around and they fail to stop Satan from killing people. That's basically what happens. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's not Satan. It's an agent of Satan. It's a Zazzle. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Satan. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get it right for the Satanists. I know. I know. Did y'all have any opening thoughts about the episode? Um, I really liked this episode. Um, I think Satanic Panic is kind of funny personally, but I also wasn't personally traumatized by it. So I think other people have yeah. some the, other the people that are- ideas, right? Um, yeah, but which is totally totally fair. Um, but um, no, I thought this was a good episode overall. The directing in this episode is actually great. There's a lot of really good camera choices and lighting choices and I think and this is a comment that like this is a statement that like my wife made while we were watching it is that like whenever the X-Files limits its sets 
it gets a bit more creative with lighting and camera work and stuff. And I think this is a really good example of mm-hmm. that because our main set is the school and then the secondary set is kind of like the house. And that's really it versus like some of the other episodes where they're kind of running all over to a bunch of different places. And I thought it was really kind of creative. It felt very, it felt very, you get that like a very contained feeling from it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. not quite trapped, but yeah, like focused feeling from yeah. it that I think helps with the mood of this episode it's like a really small like new hampshire town right like in the big pine trees and the rain it feels very tight very anyway mm-hmm. i liked it mm-hmm. kevin uh, did you have anything yeah it's uh it's interesting that you brought up the satanic panic being funny the uh, the opening i thought was very funny yeah just like that pta it's... meeting where they're just talking yeah. about normal pta stuff and then they right do a ritual i thought that was hilarious it's not quite so funny later on in the episode but the beginning is definitely pretty ridiculous there were there were some moments in this episode where i laughed like yeah yeah for sure it's it's sort of like beyond the like point where the 15 year old is talking about right remembering being sexually abused it's very funny right minus that Right. right i think that's i think that's kind of that's so and like i think having a kind of a a content warning for this episode would be good because like that kind of comes really out of the blue with how graphic that was like that was like whoa it was extremely upsetting it's very upsetting and it's very graphic too with like how detailed things are and i feel like 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 it's why it feels kind of like weird being like oh i thought it was like kind of funny and ridiculous because like later on it is extremely serious and traumatizing (laughs) right yeah like but yeah it's interesting that you thought it was graphic because i thought it kind of like danced around the subject a lot because like i felt like they couldn't say but not like i wanted them to like be more graphic but right i feel like that was my impression they could have been more oblique and we still would have understood what happened you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah totally i i Um, also sorry oh go ahead oh i also just find it hilarious that one of the main side characters is the actor who plays bulldog and fraser um i forgot about that and then he's like the first character on on screen and i just started laughing and my wife was like, what? And so then after the episode, yeah, after the episode, I played her like a bulldog compilation clip video <laughs> from YouTube being like, this is this is what this actor is mostly known for. That, I, was, I was trying to pin where I'd seen him before. <laughs> Not, yeah, you're right. He also looks like the dad from Even Stevens, but he is. He does. But he yeah. looks like him. They yeah, all kind of totally. look alike. Yeah. Yeah. The, the balding white man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely Bulldog from Frasier, which is just mm-hmm. hilarious. I remember reading somewhere that this this episode kind of came about because they the writers had this vision of like a snake eating a person and just kind of like mm-hmm. work backwards from there. Mm-hmm. Just kind of funny. They, they had some other ideas. Like, I think they always kind of want to do a satanic panic one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I believe both Glenn Morgan and James Wong wrote on 21 Jump Street, the show. Mm-hmm. So I could see how that was like they wrote on that and they wanted to do a satanic panic one and they'd never got a chance. And so they were like, we're leaving the X-Files. Let's go big. Let's do satanic panic. Right. And it makes sense for the time, too. Right. I think that's another thing is like um, not that satanic panic wasn't a thing when we were like in like in elementary school or in school, like in the in the early 2000s and late 90s but like it was mostly focused around like harry potter um Mm -hmm. and and less so on like actual like satan 
like occult Satanism stuff. So. Right. The very classic like D and D and like black metal and that right. kind of stuff. I think maybe yeah. that's why I find satanic panic a little kind of more funny and ridiculous is because like for me it was it's more very focused on yeah, Harry Potter, right? Like it was way absurd. <laughs> This is this is like back in the era the era of satanic panic when everyone was concerned about like backmasking and stuff, which has been definitively proven to be untrue, which Scully mentions in this episode, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was still like a legitimate concern for a lot of parents, which is like in yeah. in hindsight, that's extremely funny that there was yeah. there was such a fuss over backmasking. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know, it's it's kind of cool to get like a glimpse into that that era of like sensationalism Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so the episode starts uh we open on a pta meeting uh at a school in new hampshire and they're kind of talking about the usual stuff they talk about how the theater teacher wants to do jesus christ superstar (laughs) and they're like that's not happening (laughs) (laughs) and they mentioned grease and they were like doesn't that have the f word And so, like, you you just picture them as, like, very religious, like, i.e., like, Christian religious conservative people. And then they go and uh, they're like, okay, time to end the meeting. And they're like, let's end with a prayer. And the prayer is, like, praising the Dark Lord. And the name of the episode comes from this prayer. Uh, It means the hand that wounds. And the the prayer, as far as I could tell, came from this book published in 1972 called The Satanic Rituals by Anton LaVey. And this specific ritual was Das Teardrama. But say that more in a German accent. It's like Das Teardrama. Anyway. That was very good, Shelby. Uh, That was good. Thank you. I've never taken German in my life. I'm not even German. It just came to me in a vision. Yeah, you could have fooled us. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, but my, my preliminary search is that Anton LaVey was very much a, uh, kind of grifter dude. Like, he, he did a lot of work in, like, the early s- Satan, like, I can't remember, because there's, like, two, there's, like, the Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple, and I think they beef, so I don't remember which, but one of them I think he was, like, reasonably active in. Anyway, that's my background on the, <laughs> I didn't on know that. those were, like, separate, <laughs> separate entities. I'm pretty sure they are. Huh. Yeah, um, I have no clue. My very I don't brief know enough search. about it. Yeah. Do y'all remember when um, there was like, it was in like September 2020, there was like this kind of popular guy on Twitter who's like a CEO of some marketing company and he does like, he's just kind of like in the ether, you know, on Twitter and stuff. He um he rented a cabin in like the Catskills Mountains. And when he yes. went there, there was like a few yes. things yes. that were like, yes, yes. like there was like a Bathomet statue and he like freaked out. Yes. And they, every, people were like doing like satanic panic in the 2020s on like in his menchies. Like somebody right. was like, that tub is used for bloodletting. Right, <laughs> right. No. right. It was hilarious. No. I, I, I guarantee you it was just like the owners are just some hippies, like some witch, <laughs> right. crystal, crystal witch hippies. And it's so hilarious. I remember that. That was really funny. Yeah. He was freaking so, out. He was losing it. He was, he my was man was freaking out. <laughs> And it was like just like knickknack decorations from some yes, like yes. new age hippies. And he like went into the basement and it was like concrete and he was like, there's ritualistic markings on the floor. And they were like, no, there aren't. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So I think I think when I was reading about that, I found out that the satanic temple and church of Satan are, were different things. <laughs> you know, and, that is a distinction that Twitter would bring up. Yeah. They're like church denominations. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know much about their beef. I'm, I'm sure it's uh, legitimate or whatever. <laughs> 
whatever their beefs about. And then we have the credits. Even though I guess I have I have some writ- stuff written for the Satanic Panic. I don't know if we should go into that now. I guess why not? You know? Yeah, we're we're already here. Uh, it doesn't like this episode talks a lot about like a cult. And doesn't really say like satanic panic mm-hmm. that much, but like it's it very much is about that. But so like the satanic panic was a moral panic in the eighties and the early nineties. About um, frequently it came from the allegations of satanic ritual abuse at daycares. And one thing I one note I read is it was kind of interesting because this is sort of when kind of like the rise of like the two income households, you know, like people having mm-hmm. to keep, leave their kids at daycare because. They were both working, and mm-hmm. so that kind of anxiety probably fed into it. And also, like, <clears throat> it was partially spawned by this book that was written in 1980 called Michelle Remembers. It was written by Lawrence Pazder, and it was about he, like, regression hypnose therapied his patient, and it, like, uncovered all this stuff. But then, like, he married that patient. Yikes. <laughs> cool, and, cool. Uh, Very cool. Yes, Ooh. and it was sort of a, a you know, sensali- sensationalizing this woman's, like, supposed recovered memories and her uh therapist's last husband <laughs> god yeah so yeah so so like and and like i think immediately like after the book came out it was like immediately debunked and like so it, yeah. it wasn't even like it was just lies and like you know churning fear and paranoia and people the damage is already really, done though yeah and like capitalizing on that but it also like isn't new right because like <laughs> You can even draw a line between like satanic panic and like the medieval time when um very frequently like blood libel where people would accuse like Jewish people of like mm-hmm. taking Christian babies and like killing them and using their blood for some reason. And yeah. So a lot of that and like even I think even like further than that, like even the Romans accuse the Christians of doing stuff mm-hmm. like that. So like this is a very ancient. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and leaping forward now, it's QAnon. It's a little bit more evolved. Yeah, but QAnon is satanic panic essentially, with more stuff on top of it. <laughs> satanic panic plus. <laughs> we are innovating. We are dis- disrupting Ooh. the satanic panic in oh. in industry. <laughs> that made me feel bad. <laughs> and uh and then the other thing that was like really popped off in like satanic panic was the mcmartin preschool trial Mm -hmm. it lasted it was a case that lasted seven years resulted in no convictions and it it's kind of like the poster child of the satanic panic of like this woman thinking her child had been abused and then like some psychologist like leading children on like asking four-year-olds what happened like four-year-olds don't understand what reality is (laughs) like they're just going to say whatever. They're just playing along, you know? And so it kind of spiraled. And yeah. And I kind of looked up to see if there are any. I mean, obviously, there are going to be like some cases in Texas. And I found out there was like one in Austin where the kids said that they like flew to Mexico to like be abused and then back. And the whole time, I'm like, I don't think that I think a flight to Mexico is like five hours. <laughs> like, how, how, anyway, it's just so, it's so frustrating because it's like on its face, it is just like, so false right like yeah i guess it would depend where in mexico sorry because like the border (laughs) is really not that far from austin austin's pretty far south but like Mm -hmm. are they going into like the middle of the chihuahuan desert yeah are they going to cancun because that's one thing it's kind of a like fly you know right anyway it was it's just like on its face it's so and then like this poor couple like i think they just got released in like 2015 and they were like charged in like the mid 90s Mm-hmm. And they're like people still in prison for like clearly 
made up and like sensationalized things. So that's really bummer. And then I think the most famous is probably a San Antonio Four because there was a documentary made about them. But it was just like lesbians who got accused of doing satanic ritual abuse because they were like lesbians mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And then now we have Pizzagate and QAnon and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, now that we're all suppressively <laughs> depressed, let's talk about this episode. <laughs> So after the credits, we open on these horny teens in the forest, and their whole their whole plan is to scare these girls into their loving arms. Mm-hmm. And very, so they they just very classic teenage boy. Yes, yes. You know this is back when the boys were putting in effort. Now they just like text at like two a.m. Like you up right. Hey, at least like take me to a forest with two six packs of beer and try to scare me. Yeah, yes. no one does yes. rituals anymore. Right. <laughs> Yes, they were putting in the work, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it it really it really backfired for them because one of them, Jerry Stevens, got murdered by Satan or Satan's Yikes. Satan's agent. And then we have Mulder and Scully coming to investigate. And my note, my first note <laughs> is literally just Scully is so pretty. I've missed her. <laughs> I know. Jillian she's looks so gorgeous pretty. in this episode. She's so pretty. She's so pretty. She is. She's very pretty. And the sheriff is like very nervous and like anxious and is very convinced <laughs> that this is a satanic thing. Yeah. And Scully is very mean to him. She is. He does. She's very mean. <laughs> she's fed up. She's just like, why am I here? Like all of this is bullshit. <laughs> well, she also finds a very like important piece of evidence like at the site. And she's like, y'all didn't think this was important. And he's like, we're too scared. And she's like, what is this? Phoenix, what? right? <laughs> Ace Attorney <laughs> doing their job for them. <laughs> right. Yeah, she's she was very fed up. She's like, I thought, what are y'all doing here? And and on top of that, Mulder in this scene is like Oh, he's not he, helping at all. He's just <laughs> I don't know, maybe he had like an espresso or something before. He's really just feeling himself. He he's is. like, this is the time to make some jokes. He yes, is. He's he, just left and right, throwing them out there, making <laughs> like snide really comments. Is. He really it is. Was, He's in the it zone. was very annoying, but like in a very endearing way. Yeah. Yes, yes. And the the sheriff takes him to where the kids were doing the ceremony, which is like his like witch's altar, which is like a stump. And he said the kids listen to devil music, meaning like <laughs> I guess just metal. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I had to look up because Mulder makes that joke. He says, uh, uh, they listen to devil music and Mulder says, the night Chicago died. And that, that <laughs> one, went, I it had the cadence of a joke, but I had to look up the song. Uh, and it's pretty annoying, I guess. I guess that's the joke. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I heard that, that joke. That, go ahead. Uh, I heard that joke and I went to look it up and I was like bored within like five seconds. Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, me too. too. I was like, wait, I'm what does the reference do? Yeah. I'm too young right. to know this. <laughs> it was funny. One of the comments on that video was like, this is why we can't defund the police or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> incredible. <laughs> incredible. <laughs> yeah. And so after the detective leaves, Mulder's like, I didn't want to incite his already clearly aggravated imagination. There is a weird feel to this place. I mean, maybe there's some truth to those rumors. I think he incited your imagination. Mm-hmm. Ah! That's always her go-to of like mm-hmm. flipping the script. <laughs> so good. 
Yeah. I would just like to give um, a shout out to Jillian Anderson's performance when all of the frogs fall from the sky. <laughs> oh. Truly amazing. There's one duck yes. she does that is hilarious. The, their <laughs> yeah, reactions she... were just so spot on. It was, that was so such good. a great scene. Yeah, so the frogs rain down on them. <laughs> And Scully goes, Mulder, Toads just fell from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> he says, guess their parachutes didn't open. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good joke. God, do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Like, And they use real Toads, which are really good because like, they you know, flip over and hop away. And it was really good. Mm-hmm. And so they use the clue that Scully found that the rest of them were not paying attention to. And they find out the book it was from and the student who last checked it out. And so they go to his biology class to go get him. And he immediately tries to climb out the window, which is really (laughs) funny. And Mulder has to like run around this classroom and just like grab his legs before he climbs out. I love it. It's so funny. It's just kind of like dumb high school kid panics. Yes, yes. And he says, like, you know, Jerry was my best friend and he got murdered by something and now I'm scared, you know, understandable. Totally. (laughs) And the PTA group we saw from the cold open is lurking and they're talking amongst themselves. And uh, they and Jim says, like, somebody killed Jerry. One of us, you know, uh, because it was done within the rights the be done in correspondence of the rights of a zazzle and they don't know who killed them but they're they're sufficiently worried i guess mm-hmm. and Mulder and scully let the kids go because there's no evidence for anything and the parents you know start freaking out and they're like you know this music this this like these occult influences that get their way into our kids and like they you know like the outsiders and Mulder's like they yeah <laughs> <laughs> and Scully gets so mad and like God, she would not be able to handle QAnon. I'm just saying that right now. Like <laughs> if she thinks this is bad, she should see like some of the like mind boggling stuff I've seen about like QAnon, you know? Yeah. She just hands she- them the straight statistics and they're like, Well, now you know what we're up against and she's like, What <laughs> Yes. No. Yeah, she's like, she, 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 you know, like, you know, the FBI has looked into this. There's no evidence. And she says, look, if the number of murders attributed to occult conspiracies were true, it would mean thousands of people killing tens of thousands of people a year without evidence, without being exposed. It, w- it would be the greatest criminal conspiracy in the history of civilization. And he's like, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Finally, someone listening to me. <laughs> you get it. And she's like, no. No, no. And like literally, I think Mother has like pulled her aside. He's like, okay, we're gonna go. <laughs> He's like, we're gonna leave before you just like jump on. Just like get get so mad at, at Bulldog. <laughs> we're just ca- we're calling him Bulldog. That's uh, yeah. I'm we're just calling him Bulldog from now. <laughs> All right, Bulldog it is. I'll try to I'll try to remember to call him Jim, but that's kind of a boring. He's a Bulldog, He's you know. Bulldog, yeah, just Bulldog to me. Yeah, it just goes into his like Bulldog like like. When he like barks exactly. at barks at Frazier in the booth, yeah. yes, yes, exactly. He's he's gonna do his his goofy like sports radio like ding 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 like all his little <laughs> you know cowbell all of his mm-hmm. excessive noises he makes during yeah. a ritual. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And so they leave, and Scully is still mad, but, like, she's just, like, complaining to Mulder about it now. She's just, like, fuming. She's just like, I cannot believe, you know? (laughs) And 
Mulder makes a comment about the f- water fountain flowing the wrong way in regards to the Coriolis effect, which he's wrong. That doesn't affect like water fountains. That affects like oceans. Yeah. <laughs> and like air currents. But like he is right in the sense that like the Coriolis effect is a thing. It just like wouldn't do that affect to water, a water fountain. fountain. I like how he takes one sip from this water fountain is like Scully, they're right. And she's like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's there's like a blooper where like he does the water thing and it just like shoots and directly like hits him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but it also affects hurricanes, right? And so like hurricanes in North America, they they rotate counterclockwise um, because I think there's like pulled in the re- I don't know some some science thing, right? Oh, interesting. But yeah. but I, it does explain because like so with hurricanes. Um, on the like the right side of the hurricane, so like whichever way it's going north on the side, like to its right, right? That's like that's called like the dirty side of the hurricane. It's like the rougher side because you have like the wind and then you have like the water pushing forward. And so like if a hurricane's like wind is at like a hundred, it's probably gonna be like a hundred and twenty on the right and then like eighty on the left. So it's not yeah. like you know uniformly spread. Anyway, that was my that's my little bit as <laughs> As a, a a member of the Gulf Coast, tis the hurricane season. Expert. <laughs> yes, it's hurricane season. Yeah. See, I'm from I'm from an area where hurricanes meant we might get some rain two weeks later. Um, <laughs> so everyone was like, "Yay, a hurricane!" <laughs> so we have the the girls that were interviewed with the other boy, whose name I never learned. I guess. Um. Anyway, they're kind of inconsequential. Like Shannon isn't even one of the two girls, which I don't know why I didn't pick up on that later. Early, Wait, like she's not. No, I thought. But she there's was. like one that is is like dressed identical to her, but and I don't think it's the same girl. Like the same like brown bob, like brown hair. Right. Bob I'm haircut. Like, Wait, I'm like eighty percent sure it's not the same girl. <laughs> Whoa, I thought it was the same girl. <laughs> I know. You just think because like why would it be? Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. They all look the same. It's that '90s fashion. Yes, exactly. Which is but, great yeah, in this episode, but still. But I was like, what the hell? Like, she's not even one of the girls. Why is she? What? Like, it's felt like a. I think the two girls in the woods were like, they were like Katie and Allison or something. Because I remember. Oh. When they I were. When there's they... a blonde and a brunette one. Yeah. But yeah. like, she, like, one of them is dressed almost identical to Shannon. Yeah. I swear. They look very right. similar. I don't know if they just all look the same to me. But like, so like, she's just like, you know, if you ever need to talk to anybody, I'm here. And then she opens her drawer to like put some papers away, and there's the heart and the eyes that were Jerry Stevens, and she just puts the paper on top of the heart. It was <laughs> so funny. Miss <laughs> Paddock got heart blood on my pop quiz. <laughs> that was so funny. Also, like that heart was too big to be human. <laughs> like your heart is roughly the size of your fist. Mm-hmm. It was very big. It was really big. It was way too yeah. big. I think I think Jerry died because he had a congenital heart disease where his heart was way too big. You know, Azazel was just it saving was the Jerry. Heart. Honestly. <laughs> um, my, my so my other note is that the high school is named Cro- Crowley. It's named. It's probably a reference mm-hmm. to Alistair oh, Crowley. Oh, I didn't catch mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, who's like a British occultist, and he he's like has a ton. He has like a ton of influence on modern modern occultism. Um, but yeah, so that was a reference to that, I assume. And this is when like Mulder and Scully kind of talk about like you know like we talk about what we talked about earlier, like blood libel, and about this not be like a new phenomena, just like the outsiders who get blamed change. And Mulder's like, oh yeah, like Satanists don't even kill people. It's like it's not part of their religion and 
you know, just like the little mm-hmm. disclaimer that they basically put the episode. Of like, we're not blaming you. Please don't send us angry letters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but also it was like good and informative because like, I mean, now we have the Internet. It's very easy to like look this stuff up. But in the 90s, I imagine it was a little bit more difficult. And like this is maybe like the first, I don't know, just understandable that they yeah. put that in. And we also have it's just like kind of there's like a lot of the scenes in this episode are just kind of like setting the scene like because a lot of this it's like very action and driven but a lot of it is just kind of a very classic like horror like look at this really good scene we put together is like really frightening kind of so like yeah so now we're <laughs> jumping to mrs paddock is like passing out the fetal pigs which did y'all ever just dissect fetal pigs we did i did no. i did too I, I dissected I a lot of things. I was really good at dissections. I love dissections. Yeah. I took a whole class in college where I just dissected a lot of animals. So The only thing I've ever dissected was the owl pellets. Oh, so I, I hated like that it, one. I feel Those are like cool. I, I missed out on uh, some other cooler stuff. Yeah. yeah, I hated the yeah. fish because the fish smelled the worst. I don't know if y'all if y'all did a fish Shelby, so. but it smells really bad. No, I think in high school I did like a fetal pig and a squid, and then in college I did like a lamprey, a shark, a oh, cat. Cool. Um, wow. Maybe one or other two is the things I'm thinking of yeah. seeing, but yeah, yeah, a ton of stuff. Yeah, the cat's kind of freaky. Yeah, because my first dissection was in fifth grade, and it was an earthworm, and that one's always fun because it's just pretty easy, right? And then mm-hmm. in seventh grade, we did a cat, but it was like teacher led, so like the teacher was the one that like actually did everything, and the cat is kind of traumatizing. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine that young too, and also like you have to cut so much because they're just like so elastic. They just yeah. have so much skin, and it's just like you gotta yeah. you know cut, 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 cut to get to their dang organs. Yeah, and then like in my like sophomore like pre AP biology class, we did a lot of dissections. We did like fetal pig, we did fish, we did frogs. Which like the frog was also a little hard for me because you had to break its jaw, and I made my best friend was my my lab partner, and I was like, I will do everything mm-hmm. but that. Um, I cannot do that. Um, so I made her do that. And then, yeah, we did fetal pigs. We did frogs. We did fish. We did a lot of different things. And then uh, we did some others that are just like aren't coming to mind. And then mm-hmm. in my junior year, I was in AP bio, but we actually didn't do any dissections in AP bio. But I was also in anatomy and physiology. And the biggest part of anatomy and physiology was we dissected minks. Mm. like minks after they had been like their fur was gone and um like naked for like long naked mole rats <laughs> right for a long time too like we also like named them and then like gave them funerals at the end of the the year um <laughs> but cute. like yeah but like that was really cool because we did like the minks were really cool because we did the muscle layers so we did each mm. layer of muscle and then yeah. had like separated them and then like had an exam over them and then we did all of the internal organs so i did a lot of dissections and school i actually really love them i mean it makes mm-hmm. makes sense but yeah. i was very pissed in this episode when she tries to feed the fetal pig to a snake though because that yes, will kill the that snake. Poor snake i know yeah. i was mad like, first of all do not feed like a no like a fetal pig that's been soaking in formaldehyde to right. a dang snake right also just don't and also don't put that snake in like a dang aquarium it's so small that was... no enrichment yeah i mean snakes tend to live in terrariums but like don't that's like also like way too big for that snake, I think, to eat. Like give it like a, a dead rat or something. Like a fetal pig's pretty big. And it's also, yeah, it's been soaking in formaldehyde. Like it's going to kill the snake. Mm-hmm. I used to have a pet snake. I'm very mad. We find out later that that is definitely not too big for that snake to eat. <laughs> well, 
Well, yes, no, yes. Uh, no, right? Because like there is actual <laughs> evidence of boa constrictors eating humans, but it takes hours. It doesn't right. take that. Take okay, Scully. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I know, literally, we were watching it. I'm like, that's way too fast for that snake to eat a person. And then two seconds later, Scully's like, a snake can't eat a person that fast. And I was like, see? You're like, literally, Scully. I know. Yeah, so this scene's important because, like, the girl who has the vision of the pig being alive, like, she sees the heart beating. You have, like, the really, like, kind of chanty religious music. And she's, like, screaming, and the pig's screaming. And that's Shannon, who wasn't one of the two girls, but she is our main character a third girl <laughs> and she so too many girls in this episode i just this scene was so well done i thought i thought like i yeah. thought it was genuinely horrifying yeah it's yes. really freaky and like the way the the mrs paddock just kind of like looks dead eyed and like yeah you know very spooky so shannon they like pull her out of class and they're like okay your dad's coming to pick you up and she you know says no and runs off and Mulder and scully follow her and this is where it's like the most serious part of the episode and she recounts memories of ritual satanic abuse and sexual abuse and and my 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 note she mentions visiting the American Stonehenge, which I only know because there was an episode of QAnon Anon about it. Because interestingly enough, so it's like this tourist spot that like claims that it's it's like the Stonehenge, like the Stonehenge in Scotland where it was like built, you know, tens of thousands of years ago. They were like, no, it was like a farm. This is just like farm stuff. <laughs> this is just 19th century farm stuff. So it's just like some, you know, huckster tourist trap where they're like oh yeah it's american stonehenge i wonder how many people like kids that grew up in new hampshire went to it because maybe it's like the only thing there you know i don't know (laughs) (laughs) this is this is what y'all got (laughs) but so in 2019 QAnon supporters did took like a drill and like graffitied on american stonehenge the QAnon slogan where we go one we go all so a bit a bit of a weird connection there (laughs) that is weird yeah i don't know why the QAnon guy attacked american stonehenge specifically i don't think this this guy was like very like ill they got more into a story that's very very depressing (laughs) but uh anyway this this somehow she started to i don't remember why she remembered it it from like the american stonehenge right like maybe she tied like this idea of like sacrifice to like the pagan rituals and that kind of jogged her memory you know yeah maybe but so she talks about it and it's very it's very distressing it's like a a really i thought it was like done well Mm -hmm. like shot well and like Mulder and Scully are very like sympathizing with her, mm-hmm. and this actress you know, does a great job during the scene. It's a really hard scene mm-hmm. yeah. to do a monologue like that. Yeah, and so she says that she had babies that were then used on the ritual, and she also said that she had a eight year old sister who was murdered, mm-hmm. um, which is like the two. So like Mulder and Scully, I think with like Scully, obviously, like even if she doesn't believe the ritual part, she's obviously going to investigate this before. Like, oh, absolutely, yeah, just sending this kid back home. So they go to talk to the family. Mm-hmm. And so Scully's talking to the mom and Mulder's talking to the dad. And <laughs> like like the dad Jim is just like, no, it's not true. Like <laughs> Yeah, I thought it I thought it was so funny, like they're different approaches because Scully's in there <laughs> yes. like comforting the mom. And then it cuts to Mulder and he's like, Did you do it? <laughs> yeah. Mulder's like <laughs> Yeah, and then like the <laughs> 
like bulldog like breaks the glass in the sink. Yeah. But it's not bleeding. Yeah, well they're just like literally watch somebody. He's like, okay, so did you do it? <laughs> right. Scully's <laughs> like like God. generally trying to comfort the mother and get more information and Mulder's just like, Oh, so did you do it? Because like asking people directly if they just committed a bunch of like crimes is definitely a way to get them to tell you the truth, Mulder. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He's such a Catch bad cop. <laughs> <laughs> and so so yeah, Scully's talking to the mom. She does find out she had another daughter, but she wasn't eight. She died at eight weeks and she died mm-hmm. of crib death. Which I believe is just SIDS, right? Anyway. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. I didn't look that up. Yeah, I'm like I feel like that's just that just seems like an older term of SIDS. Cause like SIDS is just like the baby died. We don't really know why. Sudden infant you know? death syndrome, yeah. Right. And yeah, and so Scully's like, Your daughter didn't say that you did any of this, like, but she has accused your husband, which is Shannon's stepfather. And yeah, Mulder Mulder has a lot less tact and it's just antagonistic he just flat out asked if he did it and then he just like opens his basement door to like go in there. Yeah. <laughs> and then he like quotes some he like kind of calls him the like even the devil can quote like bible verses right he says something like that the door mysteriously slams shut and he gets kicked out so he's he's doing a great job he just gets asked to leave <laughs> He's really on a roll on this scene, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Scully like cannot take him anywhere. You know, <laughs> it is like you know. babysitting a little bit. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, Laura, were you looking something up? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking up if if Crypta and Sids. It's Crypta, okay, okay. like C R Y P T A. Oh, Crypdes. Oh, I mm-hmm. can't fucking her. <laughs> That's okay. I'm just curious. Yes, it is just yeah. another name for, for Sid. Okay. Yeah, I was like, that's so random. Okay, yeah. Sorry. That's I'm okay. Back. We ha- we have a we we've gone to the tape and we have definitively found out that crypto is, is just another term for SIDS. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're all about it, facts yeah. and logic here. Yes. I, yes, yes, we, we are. are. <laughs> So Shannon stays late to do the dissection since she missed it because she was having some unwanted revelations about her past. And Miss Paddock, Mrs. Paddock takes her jewelry and she does. This is, I think this is the first time. Yeah, this is the first time we see her where she has like her candle and then she has like something that person has and then she can control them with a ritual of some sort. And so she controls Shannon, Shannon to cut her wrist and Shannon dies. Very sad. Yeah. It's very graphic too. Like, yeah, because like there was there was like a there was a period where I didn't know she was dead, you know, because like that that can be like not lethal too, right? But then it was like she died. I was like, God, what a rough way for this character to go out, you know? Right? Yeah, they they definitely did Shannon dirty. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that scene is really graphic. Though we kind of we kind of just skipped over that scene in my house. We were yeah, like, that's, eh, yes. done. <laughs> that yeah. that's one of like the few subjects that makes me like super uneasy. Is like right cutting mm-hmm. wrists and stuff. Right, right. I think it's, yeah, yeah. The, that scene was like like the dissection scene. It was like very well done and genuinely horrifying. Right. But, yeah, it is. Yeah. Definitely a hard topic for a lot of people, I think. Yeah. For sure. And I feel like with the limitations of the network, they couldn't like show it too graphic, right? Like I could easily see the scene like shot today, just like blood spurting everywhere. You know, like the excessive to like take they would do on it, you know? 
Right. This is this is where I'm just like I th- I thought it was too graphic already. Like I'm surprised they got away with how graphic it was. Maybe I need um, to stop watching HBO shows. Maybe actually, I don't even watch that many. I've seen like maybe two. Right. <laughs> what the right. hell am I watching? Where like maybe okay. You know what? Actually, this isn't okay. I've been watching a lot of Evil recently, but it's like also on network. But it's in 2020, and so they let them do like a lot more stuff. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I think I've just like been in the headspace of like creepy religious stuff because i just like watched all of evil you know mm-hmm. so it's maybe, a deep yeah, wall maybe, to draw from yeah, yeah yeah it definitely is yeah yeah i thought that scene was was really graphic and yeah it was it, definitely yeah it something. did show a decent amount of blood yeah and it just yeah it's just like such a hard topic for a lot of people too and sometimes just like mm-hmm. even yeah sometimes just like the mention of it can just be bad right right I'm gl- I'm I'm glad they didn't do anything too excessive. Right. Yeah. There, there's like an extra layer on top of this. Like a lot of times, teachers are who kids go to for mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the fact mm-hmm. that yeah. a teacher is inflicting this on a student is right. also upsetting. Right. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Paddock, there's something- <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. She she's she's wilding out. Uh, so the PTA group is more and more concerned because they have two dead bodies, two dead teens, which understandably concerned, right? <laughs> yeah. And so they're like, okay, we need to do a sacrifice because we've been we've been lax on our religious rituals, and we need to we need to get right with Satan. You know, we need to get right with Azazel. This is why. And they also like come up with the pl- this plan to blame Shannon for Jerry's death and. Shannon's stepfather Jim is livid, right? Because this is yeah, this is his stepdaughter. You know, like she didn't do it. She's not gonna just like blame her. You know, yeah. Bulldog's reaction in this scene is good. Like you could mm-hmm. tell, mm-hmm. His, you could see the discomfort on his face, but he also understands that was like not the place to to rebel against uh, the rest of the PTA. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I guess this would be a decent time to talk about like, so a lot of this episode has this um, sort of like talking about Christianity without talking about Christianity vibe to it, you know, mm-hmm. this like, like sub- subverting our expectations in it being a satanic religion as opposed to like a, a Christian religion. But so I was kind of curious how much y'all thought of this as like a critique of Christianity. I feel like I feel like that wasn't like I've seen people make the argument that it's like, you know, the hypocrisy of, you know, Christians and that sort of stuff. But I feel like it didn't I didn't it didn't linger enough to like really resonate. And also I didn't want it to linger enough to really resonate. If that makes sense. Like I thought I don't think I would have liked that as a a connecting tissue of the episode. Yeah, I think I think there is definitely like especially because like the PTA, I think it's interesting the way the PTA puts up the front of sort of this like conservative Christianity in order to cover up their Satanism. And I think or like, you know, whatever. I think that's kind of funny. Like, I think that is the good point. But like and I think that is kind of like the part of the point, like is mm-hmm. that like a lot of like and, and Mulder says it to himself, like even the devil can use scripture to his own own ends. And I think that's really kind of just the theme and like moral 
of that like of the episode of like of that part is just like the devil can use you know scripture to his own ends and i think Mm -hmm. that is very true of how a lot of like evangelicalism and like conservative christianity and the harm that it does cause people um but Mm -hmm. i don't think that that was really the main focus of this episode or the point of the episode um Mm -hmm. i think like that was like a really good demonstrative like part of it but like not the whole overarching point of it sure and if it had been the whole overarching point of it it might have come off even actually a little preachy yeah yeah they they kind of it there were hints of it but it mm-hmm. wasn't too heavy-handed like when when mm-hmm. bulldog's talking about his faith and his family or just mm-hmm. the fact uh the whole like the pta doing everything behind closed doors and having it so interconnected with their faith uh mm-hmm. that i mean that's that's like palette swapped christianity yeah. like mm-hmm. uh but it but it doesn't like that like you said it's not the point of the episode yeah mm-hmm. so yeah i think the similarities are there but yeah and i say yeah. i say christianity i'm i'm more talking about like middle class white american yeah <laughs> yes yeah. Like yeah. that that whole yeah. environment like that we have experienced in the suburbs. <laughs> that good old like right. sort of conservative evangelicalism of the suburbs yeah. slash small oh, yes. town America. There, There is certain so, something really interesting about like um, when Jim's talking about, you know, to him, Christianity is just hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. And that like to him, his religion uh, is based on being true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that part was like kind of interesting because like obviously... There's a lot of hypocrisy in like American Christianity mm-hmm. and picking and choosing what parts of the Bible you want to pay oh, yeah. attention to, right? Like, you know, yeah. you know, having a yacht and and trying to make a point that like the Bible explicitly bans, you know, LGBT people and and then like having a yacht when the Bible also has a lot to say on like rich people. Mm-hmm. Right. And oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tons to say on rich people actually. <laughs> so yeah, I I am glad that like it wasn't it wasn't like fleshed out more because I think I would have been kind of frustrated by it because I think mm-hmm. it it would have been forced and kind of incomplete as like comparison. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, and Sc- this is where Scully Scully's talking to Mrs. Paddock, and she's like, you know, her story's not really adding up. Like this, the teacher she's replacing got like a, a flesh eating bacteria. And like no one remembers hiring her. <laughs> that's yeah. the part that's that's the biggest red flag, honestly, is that no one remembers hiring her and she was only hired two days ago. And like nobody's like, well, what are you doing here? <laughs> right. It just reminds so, me like security in schools used to be a lot more lax. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the plot of uh how to succeed in business without really trying. Like really? someone just goes into an <laughs> just, office just... building and pretends he works there and then just like fake it till you make it mentality. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> she, she did it. Good for her. Good for her. That's a, We'd love to see a girl boss winning. Fake it until you get at least five sacrifices. <laughs> <laughs> so Mulder goes to Jim Osbury's house to go to the basement. And Scully looks into Mrs. Paddock's history. I would just like to say that Mulder loves committing breaking and entering while Scully is doing actual research and work. It's a, it's he a pattern at this it. point. He loves just yeah. breaking and entering while she's like doing real work. It's this is this is um this is chivalry. He's doing <laughs> the hard crimes and the hard work and like always like running into a situation where he's like gonna get capped or something, you know. My hands look like this. So hers can look like this. Yes, yes. And his are like fingerprinted because he got like booked in a jail or something. (laughs) And Scully's are just like on a keyboard. 
<laughs> on a computer keyboard. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, so this is where Jim like tells Mulder everything essentially, and we find out Jim's family goes back seven generations in the town, and that they moved to the U.S. for religious reasons to avoid getting persecuted. But he's like, I've seen hypocrisy in my community and, you know, picking and choosing which rituals we want to do, just really lacking. So this is where we, like, kind of learn more about what's happening in, like, concrete detail. Like, we figured they were Satanists, but Jim is just out here like, yes, of course. (laughs) We are Satanists. Yeah. (laughs) Spilling the beans. Yeah, and I, I love uh, the when it cuts the scully on the computer and like it's dark and it's just that like chanting kind of like mm-hmm. religious music going on. And she has like her glasses and like the shadows reflect. So she just has these mm-hmm. like me angry like eyebrows kind of thing. It was very fun. This, yeah, very creative lighting work in this episode. That was really mm-hmm. interesting. And Jim says that like Shannon was included in the ceremonies, but they didn't do like any physical or sexual abuse to her. It was just like they needed her blood or something. And then they like mind wiped her. I don't know. It makes sense, but I'm they not. Just needed her there's blood. nothing else to say. They just needed her blood. <laughs> yeah, they that's mean the so messed blood. up, yo. <laughs> yeah, just, just a little bit of blood, blood bank or something. <laughs> <laughs> Still fucked up. <laughs> and and he says like she probably mixed her suppressed memories with you know the common public understanding. She he even says like Geraldo because like Geraldo did cover mm-hmm. like satanic <laughs> yeah. abuse and then was I think like issued an apology a couple years later. <laughs> <laughs> that like, crap yeah. on Geraldo in the tabloids is the is the line. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And I did I love this Mueller line. He really popped off when he said, Did you really think you could just call up the devil and ask him to behave? So good. And then and then we cut to the phone. Miss Paddock Mrs. Miss Paddock. Paddock calling on like him on the phone and it's so good that was so funny <laughs> yes like after he says that immediately cut to mrs paddock and he's she's dialing the phone she's yeah she calls Mulder and pretends to be scully because she has scully's pen so Mulder rushes off to the school and he handcuffs jim to the basement railing and then the snake shows up which mrs paddock is also controlling also dan butler is afraid of snakes he was he couldn't speak when they were shooting this he was so terrified and it was like they didn't have to put any sweat on him he was just sweating because he's afraid that's so of snakes mean. that's so yes. mean did they not ask him like hey how are you how okay are with you working snake? with snakes yeah because it's also like it's it's also the scene is a little hard for me because boa constrictors like a have been known to eat people but b it's a very rare occurrence but also like see they're pretty docile like there's a reason why people have them as pets Mm-hmm. So it's really hard for me to imagine. I mean, I know the snake is being like possessed and controlled, but like, yes, it's not a real snake. I know it's just it's hard <laughs> for me. I just love snakes. When it was coming down the stairs, there was a shot like a close up of its face, and it was so mm-hmm. so cute. <laughs> such a cute snake. It is. They had a lot of. They also had a lot of trouble shooting that scene. But apparently, I think the snake would just like fall down the stairs, right. kind of, or like get to the bottom, but <laughs> just kind of like. Lay a snake, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, still be careful. Like, uh, one of my coworkers told me the story, which is actually one of my favorite stories, that she had at a previous job another coworker that had a like a pet boa, con- or maybe it was like one of her like friends from high school or something that someone else in her life had a pet 
boa constrictor and um she would sleep with it in bed which is like a little weird because yeah and a not recommended because like it's still a wild animal like i love snakes and they're really and boa constrictors are generally very docile but it's still a wild animal and it had been like like stretching out like next to her in bed and she like took it to the vet and like for like some reason and was like talking to the vet about it and vet was like um you should absolutely stop doing that because it's measuring you to see if it can eat you. And she was like, what? And it's like, yeah, (laughs) like it's still a wild animal. Yeah. Yeah. But that I, I watched this, like I watched this episode. Don't sleep with your snakes in bed. (laughs) Leave them in their terrariums. (laughs) referencing a couple episodes ago though ago when i talked about like how i was really into the animal animal planet as a kid mm-hmm. oh yeah i definitely too. remember watching this wonder this guy had uh those like monitors you know those big lizards right yeah and one of them like apparently they like bite you and they they have like mm-hmm. so much nasty bacteria they can infect you and so he got infected yeah with didn't ga- realize it get gangrene and he died and then they ate him <laughs> yeah wow yeah and yeah. every, everybody was like, man, he like, where is he? he? He's never sick and he calls in when he can't be in. And it's just like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> Monitor <laughs> litters. Lizards <laughs> ate, ate him. They killed um, him and then ate him. Yeah. So, yeah. so you will not catch me getting a, a damn lizard. <laughs> Monitor lizards are terrifying. Yeah, I would not They're have them huge. as pets. They're huge. just big. like have them running around his apartment, like his not house okay. apartment. Yeah, Ugh. other lizards are pretty cute, but monitor lizards are are terrifying wild animals. Yeah, like yeah. reptiles, like that's they're exotic animals, right? Like they're not domesticated, so mm-hmm. just still be careful with them. Like I had a pet snake, and I loved him, and he was very, he was actually very docile and pretty domesticated, but like still, you don't you don't mess around with it, <laughs> right? Just don't. But, but anyway. if you're if you're a zazel, you can. You're allowed. Right. Right, yeah. You can just possess a snake. <laughs> My favorite part is that they return Mulder and Scully return to the basement and like Jim's bones are there. Like why would his bones be there? Right. Don't they First- just do everything in their body? But uh, I mean they poop, they- but like okay, but like they digest bones sort of. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. I think so. I mean, I didn't yeah, I didn't see any bones in my snakes, my pet snake's poop. Um, <laughs> but like also yeah, he just ate him too fast and digested him way too quick. Like, it's just impossible. Like, Scully is absolutely right. Like, this is just <laughs> yes. impossible. Yeah. Were you going to say something, Kevin? No, it's just it's stupid. It's just, that means that snake was down there. You know in Looney Tunes when they eat, a, like, a chicken mm-hmm. leg and they just, like, stick the whole thing in their mouth and pull the bone out? Uh-huh. That yeah. means yeah. that's what that snake <laughs> did to Bulldog. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> Rip. Rip Bulldog. This episode, this episode has a, a really big body count, honestly. It really does. <laughs> that, that is true. I hadn't... Yeah. So then they return to the school, Mulder and Scully ping-ponging back and forth, and this is where the PTA Satanists are like, okay, we gotta kill Mulder and or Scully. And that's their sacrifice. That's their big idea. It's like, let's kill these FBI agents. And Mulder and Scully find Mrs. Paddock and she's lying on the floor and she says, like, they attacked her, yada, yada, yada. And so they go to find the PTA people. They go to the conference room because that's where Mrs. Paddock said that they were. And they get jumped. They, yeah. Is, this is like a pro wrestling thing. One of them takes a, ch- like a, a folded chair to the back of Mulder. <laughs> like the book takes falls on Scully. I know. So funny. So funny. And like Mulder fights <sighs> off the first guy, but then like gets cold cocked by the next one, you know? 
And I love the scene where they're like they're hogtied being dragged to the shadow showers. Yeah. We called um the first guy, the guy with the mustache, we were calling him Nick Swanson because he looks like Nick Offerman slash Ron Swanson, but not <laughs> white enough like either. So he's mm. Nick Swanson. <laughs> 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 there was the other one that kind of reminded me of um what is his name G- like a jimmy smith's type is that who i'm thinking of like the tall one he, the tall the one? guy from the west wing yeah i don't think didn't not, he kind of look like jimmy smith's not to me okay i kind of thought that he looked like um javier bardem in no country for old men-esque like just with a different haircut so like take away yeah bull hair the bull haircut but like the deep eyes like the deep his eyes are really deep in his sockets like that that's what he kind of looked like okay. to me. a okay. little bit yeah he's a giant and man. then there was the token yeah. the token woman <laughs> yeah just a fourth woman the blonde <laughs> lady <laughs> yet another woman another where do they girl. keep coming from <laughs> we can't keep track <laughs> yes yes and so they're they're getting dragged to the showers and like I love how Mulder's like on his stomach and just kind of like worming around as he's being dragged. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible, incredible. And so they're like, they take him to the showers because they're like, oh, it'd be easier to clean your blood up. It's also like, I must say, federal agents probably make bad targets for um, sacrifices because someone's eventually going to look for them, right? Yeah, yeah. And you, 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 it's never a good idea to kill someone for the legal you know, reasons of, you know, going to prison and, and stuff. And moral but reasons, that's... too, yeah, but... Sure, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, when you add in the fact that they're federal agents, you know, just add, like, 20 more years. Right. <laughs> you know, 10 more charges, you know. But that's not important to them. And it doesn't matter anyway, because Mrs. Paddock, she goes she goes sicko mode on them. She controls mm-hmm. the, the Jimmy Smith slash Javier Bardem, is that who you said? Mm-hmm. He he's the one with the shotgun and he he blasts everybody else and then himself and yeah and then they go back to Mrs. Paddock's classroom and it just says goodbye it's been nice working with you on the chalkboard and which such is teacher handwriting too I know like perfect yes. teacher yes. handwriting scary like the Y the Y had like its own like little platform tail type thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> some nice calligraphy there and and so it's it's really it's such a funny way to end the episode too because it's like Mulder Scully of like inadvertently been doing like a Zazel's bidding in this episode. <laughs> like, thanks for helping me out. Uh, yeah. But also, on like a meta level, it's a goodbye from Glenn and James to the mm-hmm. X-Files crew. It says, it's been nice working with you since this is their last episode. Uh, of For now. But they didn't yeah. know it at the time, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That'd but yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and also like, yeah, this episode of Mulder and Scully just running around not knowing what to do. <laughs> it's just failing to catch up with Satan. I like yeah, I like that they're not really successful in this episode. I like that it kinda ends with that's that's how it ends. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so we'll Okay, time for segments. Was there anything else you wanted to add? Uh just no. that, um, again, wet hair scully. Amazing beautiful i love it anytime jillian anderson's hair is wet i'm like damn she's so hot (laughs) thank you exactly exactly as always we start with agent Mulder. shut up Mulder. damn it Mulder! Mulder! how annoying was Mulder this episode and as always i will go first 
he wasn't that annoying because like again they didn't have much to do you know they were just kind of running around so i gave him a four which is like my pretty standard he was like slightly annoying occasionally i think he could have supported scully a little bit better because he was like i don't know sounds kind of freaky who am i to say that there aren't uh satanic people doing <laughs> rituals it's like it would mean a lot actually if you did say this Mulder. yeah mm-hmm. yeah actually <laughs> this could really help some people in this town even though i guess he was kind of right that's a conclusion i guess we've sort of come to i think i read like glenn kind of wanted it to be like one where Mulder was wrong which didn't work out i guess mm-hmm. they really need we really need a win we really need one where Mulder's just completely wrong absolutely yeah so laura do you want to go next Sure. Um, I gave him a five, which is my lowest possible Mulder rating, because, I mean, I agree with you on this one. Um, We're back to agreeing on Mulder for probably a brief moment. Um, Yeah, he wasn't that annoying, but I do think he could have definitely supported Scully a lot more. Like, it was a kind of annoying whenever she was, like, really trying to, like, uh, like, you know, argue rightfully so against the narrative that it was just, like, satanic panic. And he was like, well, you know, maybe, maybe it is. And it's like, no, dude, no, like, just please just... Please just stop playing the devil's advocate, haha. For, for once, once. <laughs> for once, Mulder. Yeah, it's not needed in this. In this, it's actually rarely ever needed, but it's definitely not needed now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kevin, what about you? Uh, I'll give him a five because, okay. but he wasn't annoying in like in like an awful way. He he, he was just being like his his self, just right. amplified a bit, just right. being his normal like said- wrecking ball self. Like you said, it's like he had like an espresso shot right before or something. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And next we have. So uh, this must be the enigmatic Agent Scully. Scully's sassiest moment. Laura, would you like to go first? Sure. Um, I, I don't. She wasn't very sassy during this episode. No, no, she was just kind of mean. Right. I had to like, I actually like, after we finished it, usually like while I'm watching it, okay, honesty time, I usually watch the episodes like once before we record. And usually like a I like, person. <laughs> right. And I like, I like write down like, like her sassy moments and then like I kind of like pick one. I had to go back and I had to like go through all of her moments again. Um, but I really liked, I really liked. Ha- Jillian's acting slash maybe real responding to the toads falling on on them with their umbrellas and stuff at the beginning and her just being like Mulder toads just fell from the sky I thought that was really cute and funny so that's my scully sassiest moment of the episode I think she was maybe more sarcastic or mean in other parts but I really enjoyed Jillian's (laughs) reaction to the frogs yes yeah it was very good Mm -hmm. Kevin what about you uh I, I agree that there weren't a whole lot of sassy moments. The one I picked was right before the frogs. She <laughs> says the line talking when the when the sheriff walks away, she says kind of out of the corner of her mouth, theories like that are why I can't take him seriously. Uh, and <laughs> which is yeah. some mild sass, but it was it was still fun. Um, I, mm. I just I, this whole episode, it felt like Mulder and Scully were they they sort of took a backseat to the rest of the action, which was not all bad. There, like there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of like interpersonal stuff between them. Mm-hmm. But I mean that doesn't like the rest of the episode was great. There was just not a whole lot of them moments. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, my I also had a, a bit of a trouble picking this. I wrote down two. I guess I'll just say both of them. But they're both like in that first scene when they're investigating the stump. And first of all, it was um, when she says like, who else was Jerry Stevens here with? And the sheriff was like, nobody. It's like, most people don't set out to drink two sick packs by themselves, which speak for yourself. I'm just kidding. I've never drank two <laughs> six packs by myself because like. If I wanted to drink that much, I just drink liquor, you know. But these are teens; they're just gonna buy six packs. Right, right, yeah. No, I thought that was really funny too. It was just like, yeah, that was another part where they were just like, he was by himself, and she's like, the he's just gonna drink right. twelve beers all by himself. Ew. Yeah, and then, but I think my actual s- sassy moment is going to be like, like I mentioned while we were talking about it, when the sheriff walks away and Mulder's like, I don't know, I think there's something to this. And she says, I think he incited your imagination because yeah. I love when she's mean to him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was that was definitely up there for me, too. Just being like, I think he riled you up. <laughs> exactly. And next. Welcome. You've got mail. Our 90th moment of the episode. Kevin, do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, there were a couple. My favorite was uh, when they, <laughs> after talking to the sheriff. Uh, Mulder says to Scully, uh, "Better hide your Megadeth albums." Which is a very nineties line. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally Perfect. agree. Mine. Um, I, I I try to avoid doing the very obvious like satanic panic thing, mm-hmm. and so instead of doing taking girls out to the woods to scare them and just sleeping with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... I don't think teens are putting in the effort today. They really you know? aren't. I don't think. <laughs> no they would just like they you know what they would do They'll just send you a tiktok to... or something yeah and also do you remember that um did y'all ever see that like like creepy japanese comic where like it's like it's like this woman is like in a taxi or something she's like driving or something and it's like a standard comic but then like you scroll down long enough and it has like an animation of like her head flipping back and it like scares the crap out of you because you're not expecting it to be like animated comic mm-hmm. um <laughs> They would just send you that video. Like, they would just send you spooky videos to scare you. But, like, well, they, they wouldn't they make would take, you go to the woods. They would, they would take you into the woods in Minecraft. That's what the <laughs> yeah, kids are doing exactly. now. That's right. Exactly. They are. Go, There's a lot of Roblox. Minecraft going on. Yeah. Kevin's <laughs> right, I think. Yeah. Yes. I built you this house in Minecraft. It's for you. Or, oh, yeah. That's idea let's, fight, let's fight monsters in Minecraft together in this creepy <laughs> woods section of this server or whatever i installed a satanic mod (laughs) (laughs) the kids building their satanic mods in minecraft these days that's how they're doing it they're out of control i guess i (laughs) i guess i will say that i think i think the popular kids in my high school did go out and do stuff but i was not popular right but but i still don't think they are putting in the work right no right I don't think so either. And like thinking of like, okay, when I was in high school and when boys were flirting with me, because it did happen, I guess. But like it was playing it was playing video game. It was like hanging because it was like I I was the type of person that like didn't I had a lot of like guy friends growing up. I didn't have a lot of like friends that were like women until I was in college. Right. Exactly. Shelby knows. Um, But like I had like my best friend who is still my best friend to this day. But like I just I didn't have a lot of like friends that were girls. Most of my friends were guys like in middle school and high school. And so we were just hanging out. And then we would it was just like sometimes there would be like a flirty vibe to it. I don't know. I was friends with a lot of the weird nerds. So none of us really knew how to flirt. I, did, no I don't had know. To, like hatch a 
hatch a scheme. Yeah, right. no, it was just, yeah, we were playing, like, Mario Kart or something. Or Magic. Alright, my 90s Your moment. turn, yeah. Yeah, my 90s moment is um, whenever they're in the library and Mulder's thumbing through, like, the, <laughs> the book, the, like, checked out book things, and you have, like, your name and the day that it's due. I don't think that's a thing in library books anymore. Because, like, no. it's definitely not in, like... Negative. public library because i have some library books and it's all electronic you just, now you're just gonna give out what city you live in yeah i mean i i feel like we've mentioned <laughs> Negative. before but maybe maybe <laughs> and yeah <laughs> sorry i got distracted um yeah like i, you, I don't think that's to, a thing to, anymore to censor the name of the city we live in can you can you clip a uh <laughs> molder saying megadeth and put it over <laughs> Every mention of Megadeth. The Megadeth Megadeth Public Library. (laughs) Actually, please do that. In the Megadeth Public Library. um, (laughs) Doesn't have the cards where you write your, you know, where you write your name and the the Mm -hmm. little date stamp, which always looked like fun to me. It's very 90s. Very, very public school. They just do like receipts now. Yeah. And then they email you when it's due. Yeah. So why I chose this episode, I'm going to be honest. This isn't like, I like this episode fine, but I feel like I mm-hmm. don't like it as much as other people. But honestly, I think we needed a break from the mythology very desperately. Yeah. And I'm going to be real with y'all. Monster of the Week in season two, very slim pickings. Mm-hmm. Very, a lot of very bad Monster of the Week episodes in season two. So it was kind of a, a nature, like... A kind of like this is a good episode people like we could talk about i don't know i still like it fine but i think a yeah. lot of people like it a lot more than me but i like it yeah i, yeah. I think I it's a good break episode. from mythology yeah mm-hmm. and it, it has it has like it's always fun to watch episodes of tv that are less concerned about like plot because like mm-hmm. the plot's pretty straightforward but it's more about like the scene building and like the visuals and that kind of stuff and i think it really excels in that department yeah mm-hmm. it's very so, atmospheric this episode yes perfect that's perfect that's the word i was looking yeah. for anyway so that's the long and short of it i <laughs> needed to not think about the mythology for one week <laughs> thank you i appreciate it <laughs> And so, if you like the podcast, please rate and review. Uh, and I hope you like the episode. And we will be back next time with more mythology, as always. <laughs> you know, there's going to reach a point where we're just talking about Monster of the Week episodes, and I'm really going to hit my element. I'm yeah. really going to thrive. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm thrive, but I have to stop thinking about <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for like after season two, to be honest, because like season two is a bit of a drag for me, but it's fine. But yeah. like season three, I'm ready. Yeah. I don't think I've seen e- anything past season two, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm you've seen like maybe a couple episodes, but yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, yeah, and of course, yeah, uh, yeah. I've seen a couple. Mm-hmm. I feel like you. Uh, we've maybe had you watch Clyde Ruckman's Final Repose. I don't remember. Yeah. Yes, that's one, and then. Uh, Jose Chung. Mm-hmm. Love that it? one. Yeah. That's so, so good. good. Ho- J- yes. Jose Chung's from Outer Space. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, well, we're we're close to finishing season two, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, if you have any questions or comments or anything, you can DM us on Twitter at Condensed Truth. You can email us at condensedtruthpod at gmail.com. And I think that's it. That's am I forgetting anything? I don't think so. <laughs> no. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Woo. The next next time we are talking season two episodes sixteen and seventeen, Colony and End Games. 
and it's a mythology one. But we're finally meeting Mulder's family, and that will be something. <laughs> Who will that it'll be, be something? It'll be interesting to have Mulder be the least annoying Mulder in wow. the episode. <laughs> Buckle up, get ready. <laughs> yes, yes. Or, I get ready for Laura to hate it. I think, and also me. I kind of don't like these episodes a ton, but I don't. It'll be fun. It'll be a fun conversation. I think at the least. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what we're gonna be watching next next time. And yeah. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching the episode. I love all y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.